Scene one, Apple, take one. That's Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Welcome into the Monday morning wake and bake. This is where we get high in the mornings. We highs in the mornings. Well, I pretty much get high before the morning, but I'll do one at the beginning just to cheers for you guys. Maybe a couple. Who knows? Maybe a few. We just might get stoned again. So who knows? We're up nice and early, way before anyone else is. So that's a good thing. That way we're not waking anybody up. We gotta be quiet because everybody's asleep. <laughs> I can get into this like ASMR thing. Like when I go to sleep for some reason, I don't know. It's really, really relaxing. It's kind of weird. I'm going to be honest with you. It's kind of embarrassing when my fiance comes home at two in the morning and there's some chick on my uh, TV screen whispering into a microphone. It's kind of weird. But uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. She woke me up a couple of times and is like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, it's, a, it's a ASMR. It helps me go to sleep when I can't sleep. And she goes, don't you have weed for that? And I'm like, yeah, but this this is cool. <laughs> Honestly, it's not that bad. Like it, It's very soothing and relaxing. If you don't really think about it, what they're doing, you just kind of close your eyes. And like, if you're watching it on, on like TV, on your, like your YouTube on TV, like I normally do, I normally watch YouTube on TV. I, I'm weird like that. I normally don't watch YouTube on my computer. Like I'll go to my TV and throw on my Roku. <laughs> and watch YouTube through that. It's it's just weird. It's something I never like. The first time I got into ASMR is because I was watching this Ryback guy off of a uh, YouTube, and he was doing these uh mukbangs, 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 whatever you call it. Is basically where you eat. He's just sitting there eating food and doing food reviews and stuff like that. But he used to do a bunch of stuff like that. I don't know, see which sandwich is better or something like that. I, I don't know which sub is better or who's got the better Whopper or something. I don't fucking know. But go check out his videos. Anyways, I got into his video and then he started doing this ASMR shit too. And where he was like staring at the camera just eating a bag of Cheetos. And just... And for some reason... I was drawn into that. Like, I sat there and I watched him eat that entire bag of fucking Cheetos. For some reason, I didn't want to turn away. I just kept watching it. So that was the fir- my first experience with ASMR was with people like just eating shit on TV. Or eating shit into a microphone. Not on TV, but into a microphone. I just I wonder how many other people are doing this ASMR stuff. So I looked it up, and there's a lot. <laughs> There is a shit ton of people doing out there whispering into microphones and scratching microphones and licking. There's some chick licks an ear. There's like a, I don't know, it's like a microphone with two ears on it. And then she's just fucking just going to town, just eating, just munching the shit out of this ear. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. 
like some of it's comical some of it it makes you it makes you fun it makes you laugh it's pretty 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 funny but it's i don't know it's gotten to the where i thought it was just something that some dude was just doing and then i looked it up and it was millions and millions of people doing the exact same thing and i'm like this is kind of this is kind of fucking fucking weird but anyways i've kind of been using it to fall asleep at night when i really can't fall asleep because sometimes you got one or two one or two red red bulls in you that you probably shouldn't have drank <laughs> if you're like me and you're busy busy throughout the day you drink i drink red bull a lot probably a lot less a lot more than i should but but yeah i started getting into the asmr stuff to go to sleep and then i started looking at some more videos and there's some stuff out there that will like hypnotize you through youtube I've never tried it. I don't know if you guys out there have tried being hypnotized through YouTube. I'm like, there's one that said, uh, listen to this while you sleep and quit smoking by morning. I don't think that's going to work. Like, I don't know. I don't know anything about hypnosis, but maybe we'll try something like that. Not like a YouTube hypnosis. Like, let's go do a real hypnosis and see what happens and see what we can do. Let's see what we can get rid of. Like, I want you to hypnotize me so I don't um, say um anymore <laughs> or something like that. And you're like, oh, that's kind of weird, dude. And you're paying a lot of money to be hypnotized and just not say that word. Why don't you just not say that word? But um, <laughs> I don't know. Go check out some ASMR stuff if you want. I'm not really telling you to do it. I'm just kind of letting you informing you that it's out there it's just weird like some of it makes me laugh like some of it is really like like some of it there's like there's role-playing too not like sexual role-playing like some of them are very like weird in that sort of way like some chick will start you know saying okay let's do something pleasurable for you and then you're like okay turn it off i'm not gonna listen to some girl trying to get me off their youtube (laughs) so turn that shit off no but some of them are like let me repair you before you go back to the matrix or uh let me fix you like you're some kind of fucking robot or something it's it's just weird i don't know go check it out if you want go to youtube and just google asmr or if you're into asmr and you want to tell me more about it because i honestly i don't really don't don't know shit about it i really don't know anything just what i googled and watched and kind honestly i laughed at it I laughed at a lot of it because a lot of it was funny, especially that girl munching in that fucking ear. She was going to town. I'm like, really? You don't have to not like that. I'm like she was going to fucking town on that ear. Like I felt bad for the ear. I was like, man, just stop, stop, ow, stop. <laughs> but anyways, if you're into the ASMR stuff, uh, go go check it out or drop me a line about it about what you know because I don't know anything about it. And if you're not into ASMR stuff and you're curious, I guess, yeah, go Google it. Go Google it on YouTube. Or if you just want to, if you just want to eat, watch that girl eat, eat that ear. <laughs> just munch out that fucking ear. Just go to YouTube and it's weird. Just going to fucking town on it. <laughs> for a good hour and a half. Like who could lick your ear for an hour and a half? That's a lot. Off of the ear lickers. We're done ear licking. We're on to newer and greener pastures here. Uh, we're going to go over some NBA stuff. We had some games last night. We had some series close out last night. A couple of them, two. 
Cool. Two, two is a couple. Yes, two is a couple. So we had two series close out last night. But we're going to get into which one. Oh, where were they at? Oh, yeah, Toronto. Toronto closed out their series against the Nets. 150 to 121. I knew that was going to happen, though. Uh, I don't understand if Kyrie and KD could have played. and Why didn't they? But uh, I don't know. I can understand why KD didn't play because once you tear another Achilles, then he's out for another year if he tears it again. Because if he Achilles are tricky. Like Achilles injuries are tricky. Come and ask, ask him from somebody who knows about ankle injuries. I played basketball for a good 20 years of my life. I still get on the court and run around with high school kids, and I'm 38 years old. So I'm not in the greatest of shape, but I'm able to do that. <laughs> Half-court games, I can do pretty pretty well, but it's the full-court games that kind of get me. I get like three or four full-court games, and I'm done. <laughs> your, your boy's done for the day. But I can run half-court with high school kids all day long. Like half-court's easy. Instead of running up and down the full court with them, they're fast. They're fast. You got to hang on to some of them. <laughs> but anyways, from coming from someone with uh, that knows about ankle injuries, it's an Achilles is it's a tricky, it's a tricky one because it's a tendon that once you feel it snap, you know it's your Achilles because you can feel it go up your leg, and then the doctor's got to find it, <laughs> restretch it. And then put it right, and then uh, st- uh, pretty much bolt it into your foot. So you're pretty much pretty much taking your Achilles, restretching it, taking your foot and bolting it. And then when your Achilles is healing, your foot has to be straight. Like it's not gonna it's like you can't have a flat foot hit the ground. Your foot's your toes are gonna be ru- gonna be dragging on the ground when you're on your crutches because your foot has to be completely straight. It can't be, it can't, because that Achilles has to have as much, that little, that give me, that gimme, you know, not really, it can't be fully stretched, it just has to have that little gimme, so it could heal properly, and then when you go through rehab and stuff, that's when you restretch it and get it all nice and good, good to go, but if you go too soon, if you try to put too much on it way too soon, or just a little bit too soon, you're going to re-tear, and when you re-tear, that's when you know when you re-tear once, you're going to re-tear again and then again. And it comes, it becomes more and more common as the injury, as you keep tearing. So once, pretty much once Kevin Durant re-tears, he might have a, one more go in him. I've, I've never seen a basketball player come back from two Achilles, two uh, Achilles tears and then come back on the same foot. Nonetheless, both of them, but on the same foot. I can understand why Kevin Durant's sitting out. But anyways... Back to the game. We got the Toronto Raptors closing out the the Brooklyn Nets one fifty to one twenty two. Holy shit! <laughs> the Toronto Raptors pretty much outscored the Brooklyn Nets in every single quarter, but the fourth, where they're outscored by the Nets by one. Pascal Siakam with thirty three points. Well, well thirty three minutes. Sorry, yeah, got my columns mixed up. My bad. <laughs> Pascal Siakam, which is he's really really good. He's turning out to be something special. He had twenty points and ten assists with a double double with OG Ananobi with ten and seven with ten points and seven rebounds. Uh, Marcus All was a shadow of himself, but I guess they really don't need him to be great. They just need him to be big, and that's what he does. 
But uh, let's see. Serge Ibaka with 27 and 15. 27 points and 15 rebounds. We got Norman Powell dropped 29 points. Holy shit. Where'd he come from? Uh, Terrence Davis with 14 and Matt Thomas with 12. So there's your leading scores for the Toronto Raptors. There's a Toronto Raptors got a lot of a lot of iffy people. They're I don't want to call them nobodies, but let's be honest, who knew of these people before this year? I mean, Marcus all we knew of him, Kyle Lowry, which only had two points, which is he only played nine minutes too. He went out with an injury and they played better without him, to be honest with you. In my opinion, I watched the game. In my opinion, they played a lot better without him. I think Fred Van Fleet's a much better point guard than Kyle Lowry is. But that's just my opinion. Sorry, Kyle, if you're listening to this. I hope you're listening to this. That'd be kind of cool, to be honest with you. <laughs> well, yeah, that series was closed out. Sweep, bring out the brooms on that one. Who else got swept? One other person got swept. I watched that last night, too. <laughs> Boston. Boston swept Philly. 110 to 106. That was actually a pretty good game, though. I knew I kind of the whole every game in this series was really, really good. If Ben Simmons was there, this would be a different series, a completely different series. I think if Ben Simmons would be playing, they'd be at least tied. Celtics sweep out the Sixers. When we got for the, our leading scorers, Kemba Walker with 32 points from the Celtics. Jason Tatum with 28 and 15, 28 points and 15 rebounds. And Jalen Brown brought in 16 points with Daniel Thies with 15. He's beginning, he's, he's getting pretty good too. I do like these young players that are showing up in this bubble. I do like seeing these young players show up and putting a stamp on their name saying, that, hey, I'm here. I like it. I like it a lot. The Celtics only had four players in double digits, and they still won. That's weird. Four players in double digits. And they also had three players that played over 40 minutes. Fucking crazy. That would be Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown, the three three studs for that team. Enos Cantor, he played 16. I want to see Philly do good. I want to see Philly go back to the Iverson days, back when they were not not great but good. At least good enough to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. He went to the, yeah, Iverson went to the Finals. I don't, he, I don't think he won. I don't think he ever won, but I think he's been to the Finals twice. I don't think he ever won one, though. Well, I got a computer in front of me, so let's figure this out. Let's Google Allen Iverson. I'm pretty sure he's only won. He hasn't, he's only, be, I'm pretty sure he's never won a championship. He's been a bridesmaid a couple of times, but never the bride. Allen Iverson, a four-time scoring champion. Winning the NBA scoring title during the 98-99 season, 2000-2001, 2001-2002, and 2004-2005. Iverson was one of the most prolific scorers in NBA his- history despite his relatively small stature. Yeah, he was pretty small. But no, he never won a championship. Who never won a championship, and yep, he was there twice. Against the Lakers, you know. Oh, wait, no. No, he was there twice. Against the Lakers. He lost the Lakers both times. Sorry, AI. But yeah, I, I would like to see Philly come back to greatness at one point. But we'll see. I would also like to see uh, Indiana go back to the, the Indiana of old. But I think they're going to end up getting swept tonight, to be honest with you. Sorry, Indy. I think tonight, I think today's your last game. They might be getting swept tonight, too. But uh, we got the Clippers and Mavs that are evened up at two. Oh, my goodness. I wanted to save this for last, but I just scrolled up on it. Luca. Luka Doncic, what a monster. This dude is a beast. 
Like this dude, Dirk Nowinski, what? Who? This is Luca. Recognize Luca Doncic. Evens up the series at two apiece with the fucking dagger at the end. If you I uh, saw that game, I got out of my chair. I'm not even a fan uh Dallas fan, but I am a fan of the game. I threw my chair. I jumped up so high. Oh Luca. Luca. But Lou Williams for the Clippers. Lou Williams for the Clippers had 36 points and Zubak with 15. Ivan Zubak, former Laker. Kawhi Leonard had 32. Nobody on the nobody on the Clippers had a double double. Why don't you start sharing the ball? Nobody on the Clippers had over five assists. Not one person on the Clippers had over five assists. Isn't that crazy? Well, we got uh, for the Mavericks, we got Tim Hardaway Jr. with 21. And we got Luco dropping a triple double with 43 points, 13 assists, and 17 boards. Trey Burke coming out of nowhere with 25 points. He's he's seven years in the league and he's looking like a rookie. Really good. And he's got handles for days. And Seth Curry dropped in 15, while Boban dropped 10. And seven boards. So there you go. There's the Mavericks. That's evened up at two. So game five tomorrow night at 9 p.m. So there you go. Tomorrow night at 9 p.m. I'm even, I'm even dropping you when the games are coming. I got the schedule in front of me. I got the stats in front of me. I got everything in front of me. <laughs> well, we got one more game. One more game. We got the Jazz and Nugget. I think the Nuggets missed their families. Because <laughs> they're not playing for shit. But Jamal Murray drops 50 in the losing effort. Drops 50 and has 7 assists and 11, 11 boards. So a double-double. A double-double. And Nikola Jokic. And Jokic with 29 and 7. 29 points and 7 boards. That dude's 7 foot like 2. How does he only have 7 rebounds? That's what I need to That's what I'm wondering. How does that dude only have 7 rebounds? How does the point guard have more rebounds than the center? That's what's wrong with you guys. Your point guard has more rebounds than your flipping center, who is what, seven three, seven two, seven three. How how tall is Jamal Murray? Six one, six two. Why is he pulling down more boards than your center? And that's what's wrong with you guys. Maybe you do need to lose. <laughs> the Nuggets lose one twenty seven and one twenty nine. The J- the Jazz are going to pull us out. I think. Tomorrow night will be the last time you'll see the Nuggets on TV for the year. And we had Donovan Mitchell dropping a 50, dropping a 50-piece on you, 51 to be exact. And then we had Mike Connolly with 26 and Jordan Clarkson with 24 and then Rudy Gobert with 17, with 17 and 11 boards. So there you go. See, that's Rudy Gobert. That's the center. That's 11 boards. He out-rebounded his entire team. No, I'm just joking. They didn't, not the entire team. But no one has, his point, he definitely had more rebounds than his fucking point guard. Mike Connolly had one rebound. I'm like, I give it up. I give it up for John, Jamal Murray to get 11 boards. I mean, I guess someone's got to do it. Well, your center's dangling out behind the three point line. And he's always the last one back, too. You're the furthest, you're the furthest away from the basket, from the opponent team, the, uh, from your basket and you're the last one to get down to the fucking court on defense. I don't, I don't know. Jokic, you need to step it up. I don't know. Lose some weight, do something, beef up. I don't know, but you need to step it up, bro. Well, there you go. That's sports. Well, that's basketball. (laughs) That's the basketball playoffs. I'm a basketball head. I love basketball, but that's the basketball side of it. 
But if I just talk about all sports, I'm going to be here for, see, I talked about 20, I talked for 24 minutes. It's just on basketball, just on the NBA playoffs. I talked for like 24 minutes and I pretty much only wanted this podcast to be like 20 minutes long. <laughs> Whoops, that's not going to happen. But anyways, we're going to get into this next story real quick since we're running out of time. Since I've, since I've started podcasting, I've met a lot of people, a lot of people from um around this, from around the country, not only the country, but around the world. I've met people in Asia, uh, Bangladesh and stuff like that, and India, India China, uh, Japan. Luckily, they all speak English because I don't. Or they just type it and I use the translator, the Google translator. Anyways, I've met a lot of people. Met a lot of people. Haven't been anywhere, but I've met a lot of people at a lot of places. I always get the, I always get the, especially people like in Florida. That live down like in the southern states in Florida, Alabama, Mississippi, like Louisiana. All the people that I I talk to in there, they're like, "You're so lucky you live in Michigan. You ain't got nothing, nothing poisonous." Like down here, we got snakes, we got alligators, we got crocodiles, we got everything that's gonna eat you. And I was like, "Well, we kind of have that too." I'm like, "We have bears and cougars and mountain lions." And he goes, "Yeah, we got all that shit too." I'm like, "Well, fuck." <laughs> And he goes, yeah, because like you guys really don't have anything poisonous. And I was, I'm like, well, you're kind of right. I'm like, I've known, I knew of three. There's one, and I found a list. There's actually four poisonous insects and animals, and in this in our great state of Michigan, I've known of three of them, but one of them kind of snuck up on me, and I'm pretty sure I've held this many, many times. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've held this thing a lot because you really don't, you really wouldn't think about it, but it is. So we're going to get into it. Here we go. Uh, the most poisonous pests, pests in Michigan. Not pets, pests. <laughs> and at first we have the black widow, of course. There's a black widow spider. The northern black widow is a venomous spider native to Michigan. The brown, we also had the brown lacruse, who is also a poisonous spider, but it's not lethal, I don't think. I think it just makes you sick, but it's not like deadly. But the brown lacruse, lacruse we have here, and then we also have the black widow. So, spiders, spiders are a big thing here in Michigan. There's, there's a lot of them, and you got to be able to tell them apart and which, or just kill them all. That's my, that's my motto. A, a good spider is a dead spider. The same thing with snakes. A good snake is a dead one. <laughs> how I feel about it. I'm sorry, but spiders and snakes are kill on sight in my eyes. So, uh, black widow. The northern black widow is the only venomous spider native to Michigan. Uh, we have a brown, the brown recluse spiders, but they're not native. Someone, some asshole brought them here, or got someone in, in someone's luggage. But like other black widows, it's also one of the most venomous spiders in the country. Widow venom is 15 times more toxic than any rattlesnake venom, though spiders deliver far less in a given bite. In terms of pure potency, widows are probably the most venomous animal in Michigan. Dun, dun, dun. I should have saved that for number one. But I kind of wanted to save the one I didn't know about that I've held many, many times. (laughs) And then next up, we have the paper wasp. You know those yellow and black wasps that fly everywhere? They're here in Michigan, and they're poisonous. You didn't know that? I knew about this. I knew the paper wasp was poisonous, but that's not the one I didn't know about. Yeah, people tend not to think of wasps as poisonous, but their venom is why stings hurt. The most venomous wasp in Michigan is also the most common. So these things fly around everywhere. These things are everywhere. There's a nest right outside my door right now, to be honest with you. That 
our managers or the, our maintenance workers haven't came and sprayed yet. So I think I'm just going to go to Walmart and grab a can myself today. And just do it myself. That way it's just done and over, over with. Anyways, the European paper wasp, as the name implies, the European, the European paper wasp isn't native to Michigan. Paper wasp first came to America in 1981 and spread quickly by hijacking by hijacking native wasps' nests for themselves. Today, paper wasps have established themselves as an, an invasive species in Michigan. I think you have to get stung by a lot in order for anything to happen, though. They have to go into like paralysis or anything. But there you go. And on to this one. You got the eastern Massasaga snake. Massasuga, Massasaga, Massasnega. It's pronounced three to seven different times. Pronounced seven different ways. So... Uh, it's the Eastern Massasaga snake. That's how I pronounce it. Everybody pronounces it different here in Michigan. It's like Mackinac Island is not spelled not spelled like Mackinac Island. It's pronounced Mackinac, but it's spelled Mackinac. <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> the Eastern Massasaga snake, the Eastern Massasaga rattlesnake, is the only venom, venomous snake in Michigan. The Massasaga are capable of injecting highly toxic venom through their bites. In fact, Massasaga venom is considered more potent than any other rattlesnake. We have the most deadliest rattlesnake of all, of all time, right here in Michigan. I've seen this a couple times. I've held this. It was devenomized because we had a, uh, a snake guy come into, I think it was our history class when I was in high school. And he came in with a bunch of snakes. We had like a boa constrictor and the pythons and stuff like that. And for most of the for most of the the class hour, I was in the, the corner, just like, fuck no. I'm not going near these. I'm not going near these damn things. Like I'm trying not I'm trying to hold myself back from strangling these pythons. If I were to attack some fucking snakes, they would have either killed me or just nothing would have happened. <laughs> I probably would have got just just kicked out of the class. I don't know. But anyways, I'm sitting here in the fucking corner throughout most of the most of the most of the hour that we're in our class, people are just holding snakes and spiders, and I'm just fucking cringing. But, <laughs> but the guy pulls out the snake, and he says, here, this snake, you could probably hold this one. And I was like, I'm not going to hold that snake, dude. He goes, just hold one snake for it. He's like, just hold it for five seconds, and then I'll never ask you to hold another snake. And I was like, all right, fuck. I was going to get it out of the way. I'll hold it and get it done, go back to my desk, and just sit the rest of the class out, sit the rest of the time out. And I was like, all right, fine. So I hold it. So I picked it up, and I'm holding it. And as he's explaining it to he's explaining it to the class, he goes, now, what? Dan over here is holding is the Eastern Massasaga snake, also known as the Michigan Rattler, the most venomous snake in Michigan. And I'm like, and I'm holding this son of a bitch at the time he's telling the class this. And I'm sitting here holding the snake that I'm petrified of at the beginning, at the beginning. And then he's just now, now he's telling me that it is poisonous. And the snake's head is like right here. And he's slithering on me, dude. He's, 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 he's rolling all over me. I'm not really holding him. He's just like moving all over me. And then, the head moves down, like down my arm, and then I see this. I see the tail, and it's the rattler. And it was the rattler, and I was like, "You son of a bitch!" And he goes, "Don't worry, Dan. This one's devenomized. It can't bite you. It's defanged. He can't bite you." I'm like, "Who? He can bite you, but it'll just be a dry hit, and it won't. It won't hurt. And you just feel like a gardener snake biting you." And I was like, "Well, fuck that. I don't want to be bitten by a gardener snake either." And this guy is well, much, much bigger than a gardener snake. I'm like, much, much bigger. <laughs> Like I've held a gardener snake. I've killed many gardener snakes, but this guy was much, much bigger. 
And so I'm pissing my pants in the middle. I'm literally, not literally, but I am about to shit myself in front of 30 of my friends. <laughs> and he goes, don't worry, Dan, this one, he's like, this one is not, this one's defanged and, and it won't hurt if it bites you. And I'm like, well, still, I don't want it on me. Get it off me. I'm done with this. I'm going home. And that's what happened. He took the snake from me. He put it back in his crate and I left the classroom and I went home for the day. It was just before lunch and I took off. I was, I'm, I'm done for the day. I've had enough. I'm very traumatized and I need to go. <laughs> but that's my story about the Eastern Masasaga snake, the high, most venomous spider, the most venomous rattlesnake born to in this uh, known to man. <laughs> I guess. And the last one, which really, really surprised me, was the Eastern American and Fowler toads. Eastern American and Fowler toads. Now, I have caught toads many, many times. And believe it or not, Eastern Eastern American and Fowler toads are among the most poisonous animals in Michigan. Toad venom is primarily defensive in nature. So the little red, those little round spots right behind their heads, they discreet venom through them. I didn't know that. And I've touched this toad many, many times. I've never gotten sick, though. Luckily, luckily I've never gotten sick, but it's, it coats its skin. It coats its skin with like a milky substance. That's what it looks like. So if a toad looks wet they might be secreting their toxins. So if you find a wet toad, don't touch it. I just now learned about that. And I used to touch this toad all the fucking time. I never got sick though. I don't think if I did get sick, I didn't know about it. I didn't know it was because of this, but yeah, fuck yeah, toads are weird. They're kind of just like, they just look at you like, blah, blah. <laughs> but anyways, there, there guys, that's it. That's it for the first episode of the Monday morning wake and bake. I thank you. Uh, thank you for clicking the play button and listening to me for your Monday morning podcast. Also tell a friend to tell a friend and check us out and check out some other episodes check out the weed footage that we got over on youtube.com it says it's at youtube just go to youtube and search oops caught me smoking and don't forget to like and subscribe and also check us out on apple apple podcast google podcast spotify deezer listen notes podcast chaser or pod chaser podcast addict and tune in alexa and that's it everyone that's all we got i bid you i do i love you guys stay up Peace. Scene one, Apple, take one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>